Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Is it, would it be highly offensive if I'd start in my parish of Kalar now? Oh, no, because you are just you know, the continuing the tradition of starting this podcast with uh, On a child's plastic eating. plate. Very nice. I like that. A little pan of chocolate. Pan of chocolate from um, my air fryer. From your air fryer? You love your air fryer, don't you? You've got a double one now, haven't you? Uh, yeah. I cooked my Christmas dinner in it. Did you? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had to, I've got rid of mine. I don't like it. Do you not? No, I don't like the smell. I don't like the, the smell. smell. Yeah, you know me with my old, like, I'm basically got the sensitivity of a field mouse with my senses. I'm like, what's that? What, when it's cooking? Yeah, and it leaves a very distinct smell in the house afterwards, and I don't like it. Maybe I don't just think I ever want you to come to my house again. I've been to your house. <laughs> no, I've to come back. So I've, I, had to, I had to get rid of it. I was like, no. Oh, who's that, Laura? Who's that barking? Let's just talk about this, please, because we haven't addressed it on podcast yet. What's happened? That's my new dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Laura has got a third dog. Uh-huh. And what's she called? Winnie. 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 How's it going, Laura? Are you loving it? Was it the best no. decision you ever made? No. <laughs> Do you remember that bit in Bridesmaids with um, Melissa McCarthy where she stole all the puppies and says, I think I overcommitted? Yeah. <laughs> That's where That's I'm you. At. <laughs> What's she like then? Just a bit of a nutter. She's a puppy, so that's a given. But yeah, she's she's eight months old, so like she's great in some respects, and then in others, she is a complete cunt. <laughs> I think that's the only way I can describe her. From one minute, I can just think she's hysterically funny to the next minute, wanting to throttle her. Yeah, I get that. That's how I feel about no, my kids. the RSPCA. Obviously, I don't throttle my dogs, but um. Yeah, she's just, she's a spaniel, which is an issue. Yeah, it is an issue. Spaniels are pretty cunty as they go, mm. aren't they? So They're basically her mum is a, her mum was a thoroughbred Springer Spaniel. Okay. Who was on heat and the next door neighbours mix Jack Russell. Oh my male, God. Got a whiff <laughs> of, of the minge, minge, of the heaty minge. And dug a tunnel <laughs> to get to her and fuck her. 
Imagine that. And along came Winnie and her sisters and brothers. Imagine if your sort of scent of ovulation <laughs> was so strong that it blew into the neighbour's house and they just had to come and fuck you. And they dug through. Just showed oh. up with a massive lob on. Yeah. <laughs> but Winnie and... Fucking they mate, Jack Russell, because... they're the worst. I thought Cocker Spaniels were bad, but fucking Jack Russell, they're like so just snappy and brutal. Oh no, she's not, she's not snappy. When, uh, Indy's a Jack Russell. Yeah, I was going to say she looks a bit like Indy. Are they the same same vibe? Same same genes? Same genre? I don't know what you call it. <laughs> same characteristics? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but Winnie's just a prick. She's Do they a prick. fight? Is she settled in with the other dogs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Willow don't give a shit. Willow, Willow barely exists beyond her bed, food and walks. You Aww. take that girl for a walk and she's living her best life. Bring her home, she goes to bed, she's like, I'm done. I'm That's done amazing. for another 17 hours. Wake me up. Yeah, it's probably because as well, she's got two absolute fucking lunatics running around her. She's like, yeah, I'm not getting involved in these. She's two never really, she, Willow's not really a dog. She's never really been, she is a dog, but she's not a dog. But really, I do genuinely believe Willow believes she's a human. She's so, so cute. I love her. She doesn't, she doesn't do dog toys. No. She's not really interested in anything that remotely revolves going below her level. Of she's what just she... reading a reading a paper and doing the crossword on a dog bed. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, sometimes she sits on the sofa next to me and she literally sits like a human. And that's not been something we've taught. That's just Willow. Christmas is done then. Christmas is done. New Year is I had done. a lovely time. Uh... <laughs> we've had two days off from work. Oh, God, that's so hard. Two fucking days. How about you? Rob was off, wasn't he? Yeah, he worked. He's worked one day, and he's working tomorrow. And the kids go back to school on Thursday, so that's been nice because um, my kids yeah. are back. Yeah. I know, I'm so jealous. But they so did happy. end. They they finished sooner than mine, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It's been. It's been all right. It's been um, interesting. Yeah, navigating grief and everything. Missed my dad a lot, but um, yeah, just just spent a lot of time with the old fam. And the Brazilian family came. My my Brazilian in laws. Brazilian family. I think that's awesome. I'd love to have Brazilian in laws. So exciting. Oh, so lovely. I mean, obviously, we don't understand anything that the other one is saying, but we did have two translators. And my sister speaks Portuguese, like I said. So three translators. Uh, but Oliver absolutely adores them. It's really it's really funny. And the um, the mum was teaching him Portuguese, and he was doing so well. Like the pronunciation, he was she so good at lush. it. Oh my God, she's so lovely. I was saying to her, I was like, I wish that we, there was like someone could develop some AI where she could talk and then I could just hear what she was saying and then we could have a communication because I feel like she's got the nicest vibe and I think we'd get on really well. She's, yeah. she's absolutely lovely. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. And lots of time uh, with the kids as well, which, um, you know, yeah, you know, there was moments yeah, mate, where I it know. was... It was moments when it was beautiful and great and fantastic and uh-huh. other moments where it was like, fucking kill me now, get me out of here. So I am looking yeah, I forward mean, to, I... to school going back. I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that. It, it was it was very much like a pendulum yes. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay, yeah, Steve, go to work. And there were so many days where I'd wake up and I'd think, he's going to pull a sickie today just so that he can be at home. He did not. No. <laughs> not once. Oh god, it's so hard. I think it's just yeah, it's so different when you're doing it by yourself, isn't it? Like fucking all the massive props to all the single parents because oh mate, honest to god, I mean the only benefit that I can see is that you get every other weekend off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, unless you you are impregnated by an absolute douchebag and then you just permanently parent all the time because they obviously don't parent at all. Then that's difficult. 
but then also like I, I obviously have quite a few friends that are single parents and they say about the fact that sometimes like the when there's it's their ex-partner's weekend on they kind of undo everything that they've done yes. so then when they come home they're assholes and in yeah. actual fact it's like it, it was probably it better it? off keeping them yeah i know yeah that's the same as the single parent so yeah i don't I've, I've I, I yeah i am um, i have so much fucking just everything for single parents like i just couldn't have more respect for them if i tried yeah but um being a parent is just so fucking difficult. <laughs> it seems like so many of the, the men in these situations are absolute douchebags. And that's yeah. just going on my actual experience. So. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what have we got to look forward to in 2024? Any resolutions? We don't do that bullshit, do we? No. No, we don't No, my that. resolution is basically don't die. Yeah, just survive. Just keep surviving survive. and try to have a little bit of a laugh along the way. That's our philosophy, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good motto. I think that's a good way to try and live life because otherwise we can expect too much. And I, you know, we were literally talking about it before we came on the record. Obviously the diet industry at the moment will be, oh, actually let's talk about something that isn't diet industry, but is really positive about going into the new year that is brand new and launches today, Victoria. Oh my God, oh my God. I have talked about it on here before, but in my uh, fitness program, um, Fit Bitch, has well it's about to go live this morning at 11 a.m we're recording now at five to ten it's very exciting um yeah it's been in the making now for a couple of months and it's uh been the course has been designed by my personal trainer friend who's got like 25 years experience in the industry and um i feel nervous because people are accessed people that um signed up for the sale before They've now got access, so they're actually looking at it and like maybe even doing it. <laughs> so if you weren't nervous, Vic, I would really worry. Yeah, exactly. Because that's actually so normal. It but is. also, like you know, to the listeners, obviously to you as well. But from my personal experience, like for me, um, obviously I've kind of come into fitness a little bit later than you. But you've really been like a massive inspiration to me where I've always seen you exercising like exercise has always been part ever since I've known you yeah you know even when Edith was a tiny baby you'd be like oh I did a workout with someone I'd be like, I don't know the fuck you did that yeah but in actual fact that's a like that in itself is quite inspiring because it's like people think you're just born to want to do those things it's, oh, yeah. it's not no it, it, it does take work and it does take dedication and it does take commitment yeah. and you've always had that commitment because you've recognized the fact that it benefits your mental health over anything else yeah and i now see that like i i've not been to the gym since the 28th like i can actually put a fucking date on it it's now the second and I'm struggling. Like I, I need to go back to the gym. I need to go today. It's even it's though mad, this, isn't it? and right. like the thing is that you still get those days, don't you? Where you're like, yeah. I can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, it's not like you go, oh my god, this is just like going out for a it's night. And so easy. It's so easy. Yeah, not, it's not like that. No, it's not no. like that. But it is. It, the benefits outweigh like that shit bit where you go, I don't want to go. Yeah. So like, fucking well done you for taking something that you are already really honed in on. And making it a thing for other women because that is in itself like massively empowering. Well, you know what it is? I think it's it's finding um the access to exercise when you yeah. don't feel like you, yeah, fit into a particular mould. And so many of the like fitness influencers on social media on YouTube, they are little like 23-year-old 
yeah. got a, a six pack, not an, a single shed of like yeah. fat on them. And that's fine. But also as, I think as a woman who's like in her forties, who's had two kids that that doesn't appeal to me. Cause I'm like, I don't relate to you, love. I don't fucking no. look like that. So to just have like, ordinary bents <laughs> doing the exercise and it also not be like this focus on mad cardio because that's absolutely not what it's about it's strength no. which we talked about this before just the importance yeah. of strength as you get older and anything else and there is there's like no chat of like losing weight or anything like that it's not about that it's just no. about exercising to feel strong and to feel good really because fucking hell lord knows we all need an injection of dopamine and serotonin don't we but it is so true though drink it's so fucking true like the exercise what it makes you feel afterwards yeah so so even during like sometimes even during it it's like oh my god like i'm loving this over over christmas because i do all my workouts at home always have and uh over christmas it's been like I've definitely not done it as much as I would normally do it. But so I've had like maybe four days in a row where I haven't exercised. And by that fifth day, I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> I need to move my body. I just need to release the endorphins. And as soon as I start doing it, like you said, even if it's hard and I'm thinking, oh God, this is really difficult. I feel so much better yeah. mentally after I've done it. It's just, And I always like to do it in the morning when I wake up because it just sets the tone. Whereas I die and I won't do it if I don't do it then because I'll lose the momentum and the motivation and just be like, oh, fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow whatever. Um, But yeah, so if you want to sign up to it, it's um, on the website. It's www.fitbitchpower.com and it's £49 for the six week course. You um, have 12 months access. So if you buy it now, you will still be able to complete the workouts for the following 12 months. And basically it's all at your own pace. Uh, they're pre-recorded videos. So you do them whenever you want to do them. And there's like a scheduled workout plan that comes with it uh, to help you sort of put that into your diary and all the rest of it. And yeah, it's great. I just love it. I'm so excited. We're already planning the next one. So watch the space. And so for every single person listening to this podcast now that's going, I've got to go on a diet. I've got to lose weight. Oh my God, I'm not good enough. Scrap all of that. Sign up to FitBitch and uh, know that that's going to be far more nourishing than any other bollocks that's being pumped out across fucking social media at the moment. Bloody Weight Watchers Slimming World. It fucks me off so much. It really yeah, does. Yeah, it makes the emphasis so angry. is like... So it's not really about well-being, is it? It's about no, it's nothing to do with well-being. Like punishment. <laughs> it is, and it's shame. It's all built on shame. And yeah. you know what? If those fucking things, if those diets worked, girls and boys, if they fucking worked, they would be out of business because they would have fixed everybody who'd ever yeah. gone to them. But the emphasis, they always, they always, it's like gaslighting at the highest order. They turn it round onto, well, it's because you didn't keep the commitment or because you didn't work hard enough or well, it's because you fell off the wagon. Mate, if you can eat 12 Muller lights because they're considered free, that's not normal. Isn't it so weird? Those free foods are very strange. Like, how is pasta a free food? I don't get it. And like, I follow this person. She's British, but she lives out in America. And she um, looks at the, um, is it Harper's Bazaar eats in a day? Yeah. And she basically pulls them apart. Right. But she is really big on, there is nothing called bad food. There is food. Yeah. There is no bad food. And the other thing that she started doing is she gets, obviously remembering she lives out in America, but you know the protein cookies that are meant to be like. I think I've seen this. Yeah. So she takes a protein cookie and she compares it to, she compared it to, is it an In-N-Out burger, I think, is American. Right. 
And then she compares it to a Twix. And at the end of it, she's like, you may as well eat the Twix. Really? She said, because in actual fact, if you're eating this protein cookie based on the fact that it's being considered healthy and it's got high levels of protein, some of the shit that she's done the comparison of, it's yeah. got higher protein than the really? fucking cookie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's I know like, that I, those things always, I never go in for those, like those protein no. bars and shit. They're full of absolute Mate, I'll just do Cadbury's. Yes. I'll do that one of those, please. <laughs> oh my God, I made, did you see that chocolate thing that I made yesterday? You know that I don't like dark chocolate. I know, but you could, I thought you could substitute it with milk chocolate, but it just melted a shitload of dark chocolate and chopped up so many nuts, roasted them. There's Brazil nuts, hazelnuts, almonds and um, pistachios. Oh God, but I've, I've eaten half of it already. This is the problem. You do it, it's like, oh yeah, this, this will last me longer. I'm adding all these ingredients no. to it. No, it lasts me, I'd say about an eighth of the time. Because, no, well, Steve doesn't like nuts. So what? I know. My my kids are obsessed with nuts. They fucking yeah, my love boys them. Like them. The pistachios yesterday, that's like their ultimate nut. Oliver was like, more, give me more, more. I just kept coming out with little hands. Like, please, sir, can I have some more middle-class pistachios, please? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he doesn't like nuts. And so oh God, the, the out, biggest please. issue I have with that, Vic, is it means I will be the only person that eats it, which means I'll eat all of it. There you go. Yeah, that's a that's a shame. And, I, and the thing is, like, we, I always bulk buy at Christmas. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like this weird thing that I think I need to make sure that nothing's ever going to run out. Yeah. Um. So we have so much left over. Really? So much, yeah. What are Absolutely. you bulk buying? What sort of thing? Treats, crisps, oh, snacks, treats, that okay. sort of stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. And like the thing is with my kids, it's like they'd open something, they'll eat a little bit of it, and then they leave it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Not then crisps, you finish it off. Weird, like a bag of walkers. Um, so yeah, we've got loads of it, but like I don't, I'm not one for January clear out kick it no i don't do it like if it's there it's there but also like i panic if it's not there i'm very opposite to other people yeah i don't know because we didn't have anything in the house when i was growing up i don't know about you we had no treats whatsoever nothing it was an absolute rarity if we did and it's had this weird opposite effect for me no we did have them my mom loved a tonics caramel bar that's very Ooh, sentimental tonics. for me yes i absolutely love those because i didn't eat anything but i would eat chocolate when i was a child i absolutely perfected opening the cupboard silently and retrieving myself a caramel tonics bar and running away, squirreling it away and eating it in my room. That was like my absolute <laughs> piece de resistance. I was like an undercover agent trying to get yeah. one of those things out. The so my mum would be ironing in the utility room and they're back to me. And I'd come and I'd like slide it along the uh, cabinets. And then delicately. And they've and got they were, quite a rustle on them as they well. They have got quite a rustle. Well, she'd take them out and put them individually in, oh, in the box. So they'd be like things. in a box and I'd have to like do the Tupperware, but like, Oh my God, the stress. <laughs> Dedication. An ice cream tub. Dedication to the cause, that was. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and my nan, so my dad's mum, she was Lebanese, and I don't know if it was a Lebanese thing, but she was a like massive feeder. I think it was very like culturally for her, feeding people was a big thing, and people yeah. watching people eat food was a big thing for her. She had so much enjoyment from it, and I'm like that. But if I ever went to my nan's house, it was just like fucking feeding time at the zoo. It was lush. Yeah. You know, if I ever, I used to love staying over at her house. That's Willow, by the way. That's not Winnie. Um, that's one cunt, not second cunt or third cunt. Uh, 
And yeah, she'd be like, you can have biscuits for breakfast. I mean, it was, none of it was good for me. No. But it was fucking wonderful. It was a, yeah, I, as a kid. I have such Come fond on. memories like, yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. of being able to fill up on chocolate digestives for breakfast. No, I haven't done any sort of clear out. I mean, I, I was saying to you before we came on how different my um, feelings are around the end of Christmas, New Year this year. And I, I think it's to do with being sober and having not overindulged so much that I would currently be in a really depressive state from all the alcohol and be like really yeah. low. Um, and have really bad anxiety and just be like, oh, I need to just change everything because everything feels too much and overwhelming. I think that's what it is. And I don't have that this year. I feel so chill. I'm like, yeah, hey, 2024. What are you going to bring to me this year? I would be if it wasn't for the fact that the <laughs> yeah. weather is so diabolically no, there is depressing. It's it is awful. so bad. It's been it so awful. fucking shit. Yeah. Um, right then, should we have a story? We've got like, um, we've got like a little bit of a tidy up time about... <laughs> The small penis conversation that we had oh God. last week. It's a positive it one, go? so oh, don't good. worry about it. This is good. It, that means that we managed to dissect and unfold. We did, we did it. And unravel. And we weren't cancelled. And we weren't cancelled. I think yeah. we managed it. All hail the small penis chat. <laughs> um, so she said she wanted to get in touch about the small talk was this is so funny because we i forgot that that came out on boxing day small willy chat on the boxing day podcast <laughs> Christmas. um so she's she just explains that she was in a eight-year relationship with someone that was horrible and um ended up abusive and he was a prick uh but he had a massive willy and um she did they did have good sex but she never came with penetration alone so she always needed her clit to be worked on so but this is the little lovely bit i'm now oh. with someone who i've been with for 18 months who i met almost three years ago he's amazing feels like a soulmate and when i met him in the summer of 21 it was that love at first sight our eyes locked and i knew i had to get down not get down no you didn't have to do that our eyes locked and i knew i had to get to know him when we got down to business first day as the chemistry was off the charts i realized he was small and at first i thought oh okay this may not work for me the reality was far from it the third time we shagged we came together and it was electric oh what a lovely story like fireworks firing through my body i was riding him and my clit wasn't involved i can now climax very easily with him and we have the best sex ever so it's not always about size and needing big fucking dick energy in my experience the bigger the dick the bigger the dick get behind it yeah that's your experience too that's my experience too (laughs) you know what though I wonder if that's because of their connection as well yeah of course yeah that makes a difference doesn't it your sex is so different when you have that real chemistry yeah it's weird and maybe you know with the theory that the bigger the dick the bigger the dickhead there's like nothing to prove for them you know, they've just got yeah. a big willy and they're like, yeah, big willy man, I think that's all you need. That is my personality. Yeah. And I also think it's like this idea of like it being massive. I don't want it to be massive. No. I don't need it to be massive. It, it, if anything, like I am a person that needs my clit to be worked. Yeah. And so. It doesn't matter the size. As, that's always going to be the case for I me. I mean, you know, I'm not looking for a fucking hot dog. No. Do you know what I mean? I need something with a bit of girth to it because I've had two kids, but I don't I don't need it to be down to his fucking knees. No. So she said, my partner now is the smallest I've encountered and I've had a fair few for comparison five years since and oh. Tinder dating. And you know what? It just fits and we work well together. Hoping this may help break the stigma of men being less in some way due to having a small willy. His heart is huge and he knows what he's doing in the oh. bedroom. Well, then you found the perfect guy. Oh my God, not? they need to get married. They need yes, to just live happily ever after. Us. 
Send invites to your wedding. Warning, sexual story. What do you mean, warning? We welcome this, it. This is no We welcome the love. sexual story into the folds of this podcast. I met my now husband five years ago. How we actually got to marriage, I don't know, as I nearly left him the first week when we got sexual. Anyway, <clears throat> anyways, we got to his house, proper passion, ripping off clothes, ran upstairs to the bedroom, leaving a trail of clothes behind us, lay down on the bed, a bit of kissing, and then he went down on me. He is a moment, got rather excited, grabbed his head, thrust it into my crutch, felt a sharp pain, and heard him go, ouch, said, oh my God, what's happened? He said, my tooth's fallen out. <laughs> Oh my God, what? I was like, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> and just um, uh, just smother me with a pillow now for him to say, oh, it's okay. It's just come out. What is it? Like, what does he, what does he mean? Is it a okay. fake too? Okay, I need to go home now, uh, mate. Been married for uh, nearly a year in July. So basically, I don't know. She didn't actually specify where it came out. Did it come out of his mouth? Or did it fall out of her vagina? But also, how hard does she want it yeah. to have lost a tooth? That must have been such a, a wobbly, wobbly tooth to begin with, to come out in a minge also, thrust. Well, no, the fact that it hurt her. What the fuck was she playing at? Well, if you know, like my when Oliver's Nagel. teeth have been wobbly yeah, oh, at, at some point he they, they end up like literally just um laying yeah. flat like horizontally yeah i know but he's a grown adult he's not losing milk <laughs> she might here, Victoria. i think she would have noticed that <laughs> so she thrust him into her vagina and she her her minge literally knocked a tooth out maybe this could Arnold be schwarzenegger no um like dental practice technique for people that are scared of the dentist <laughs> just have your Vase thrust into a minge to remove any unwanted molars. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be a molar there. Well, is a molar at the back? Molars are back. So it's got to I be a I don't know. Like maybe ones, right? you could attach a piece of string. Yes. And, and attach then, it to and, what? And just get the, uh, get the vulva, pelvic floor. Vulva, yeah. Just to the pelvic floor muscles. Hold tight. To, yeah, you could attach Three, it to like two, a one. speculum. Boom. And then and you'll you have something quite interesting to look at, so you won't even notice what's going on because before you know it, the minge will have whacked it. I whacked reckon it that could be your future career with how fucking sort of enthusiastically your pelvic floor does a handshake. Yeah. Couldn't, Couldn't it? it? Yeah, Couldn't when it? when the old gyno guy the, the gynecologist asked, she actually had to ask me to release her fingers. Like that's how tight I was holding. There you go. Who knew? Who it's knew? In, got a new career in dentistry. <laughs> The Minge Dentist. I'm sure there's a better name for it. Oh, God. Yeah. I, yeah. I, do you think as well the tooth, like you said, like what did, what happened to it? Did it just fall out onto the bed? Or, or did it fall out of his mouth or did it fall out of her minge? I wouldn't like that. I don't like There's a lot teeth. of questions. I don't like teeth. I don't like missing teeth for a start. No. Why did he lose it? This is why I'm thinking maybe it's like... um. A crown, and the crown has fallen off because a crown is just sitting over your original tooth. But he right? said, "Ouch." Yeah, but it will hurt. I imagine it would still hurt. It's still going to be some sort of nerve yeah. endings because you've got to have a little stump to attach it to, right? Oh, good lord! Do you know what I don't understand? And I get it if you've got like really. really I know someone who lost their tooth eating a pie. Their front really? tooth fell out. <laughs> 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 On fucking puff pastry. <laughs> <laughs> 
pastry. I said to him, I don't <laughs> think that tooth was. One I don't. I don't think that tooth was up to standard, mate. I Absolutely said, not. A bit it falls it's out essentially flakes at the sight of, of a... paper and flour. How can that break a tooth off? That's insane. Yeah. I know. Don't understand that. No, um, but I, I don't like missing teeth. It's a big thing for me. I also really ick. don't like veneers. No. I don't. I haven't seen anyone. I can't. That's got veneers them. that look right. Like they're too fat. Like no one's teeth are that fat. Do you know what I mean? No, but it's not only that. It's the fact that underneath it, you basically have like fucking shards of glass. That yeah, are like teeth. triangles of teeth. No thanks, mate. Nuts. I'm out. I'd I totally get it. If, you know, if something horrific has happened and you've had oh, an yeah, illness yeah. or something and that's it. But to do it by choice. Some people lose their teeth in pregnancy. Like they lose the calcium and their teeth fall out. That's I get right. it. Uh, I know two people in COVID that lost their teeth. They got really bad COVID, like hospitalised, and their teeth fell out. Oh, that that is actually that's one of my worst nightmares to lose my teeth. Uh, yeah. it's, it's I mean, horrendous. don't get me wrong. Mine aren't straight. Mine are problematic. I get it. Obviously, there's lots of jokes out on the internet about my teeth. I get it. But I'm all right with them. I quite I like. I've got good teeth in that they're strong. Yeah. So um, I don't want to shave them down. Thanks. No. No, I'm out. Just, it's such an intense operation, and you see so many bodge jobs at them, don't you? And you're like, mate, you look like, like you've got Dennis the Menace. Do you remember? Some have actually, the I've been offered them. <laughs> Some have I. I'm like, fuck off, mate. Did you? Yeah, yeah I was offered, offered them. by someone over in Turkey who was like, I this, that, and the other. Like, you know, I've seen your profile. I would really love to work with you. I'm like, no. But also, it's so rude. You're like, so you're basically saying that my teeth are absolutely busted. It's yeah, brilliant. it's like I don't know. if You probably don't get it, but I do. I get uh, messages from. Um, um, PTs like personal instructors. This is a good story for obviously it being January, saying we'd really love to partner with you to um, get you and your audience into the motivation of taking care of yourself properly. It's like fuck you. Yeah, what are you trying like, to say? And and also I have like, had it what, a couple of times. Yeah. What is it about my body yeah. that makes you believe that that's what I need? Because yeah. I actually think my body looks really good. I, it's I, well, I genuinely it's well fucking bold, it's, isn't it? So bold. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. what is like? Break it down. Tell me. What is it about me that you look at that makes you think, oh, she needs help? I can't see it. I don't know. So help me understand. I mean, once they've got to know you, they'll realise that you do need help. But it's not for my body. It's just mentally. (laughs) I need to be put in a fucking straight jacket in a padded room. (laughs) Oh, my God. And her three dogs taken away from her. Um, (laughs) So she's not allowed to buy any more pets. Did I see on your story that you're changing the colour of your hair? Yeah. Oh, yes. Talk us through it, please. I'm very excited about this. Well, I'm really grey. So obviously I started going grey at 15 and I chased it for the last, you know, I don't even want to admit. Are you embrace the grey? No, I'm not embracing the grey. I'm going white, like ice white blonde. Oh my God. So you you know me, I go from one extreme to the other. Yeah, you do. And it's always got to be something very like bold. Yeah, because I'm not a non-bold person. So what's the process? All of the red has to grow out. Oh, wow. Okay. And as you know, I'm not the biggest fan of like, I don't like the grey look. No. Um, so basically I'm having to use head and shoulders at the moment. My, my best mate is also my hairdresser. So she stopped being a hairdresser, but I've not allowed her to stop being my hairdresser. And I messaged her, I think it might have been New Year's Day. And I was like, right, I've decided I want to go blonde. And she was like, you're red. And I went, I know, but Kim Kardashian did it in 24 hours. She lost her shit. <laughs> she voice noted me for seven minutes absolutely ranting at me i think i obviously <laughs> triggered her by suggesting the fact she could do it in 24 hours um and she said laura it's a fucking process so i am now part of the process 
and I've promised her I will not touch my hair with any more red. So I'm letting it grow out. Okay. And worst case, if I don't like it, I just change the color, which obviously Lindsay will be so happy about. Um, <laughs> but I just think I've got to give it a go. Yeah. I don't want to go gray. I don't want to go gray. I want something really funky and really extreme because obviously yeah. that's that's just me all over. No, um, I'm excited. What a transformation. I like to live the hair colouring um, sort of bold decisions through you because I would Yeah, but you know what? I can't remember who I was talking to because obviously Steve's ginger. I mean, he's yeah. not, but he is. His mum's Auburn. His his mum, his nan was Auburn. So like it's in there. He's not grey. His mum is not grey. She colours really? her hair once a fucking year. Really? So I just put a highlights in and then I just let them grow out. But they, her hair always looks fucking banging and she's yeah. nearly 70. Yeah. And then there's me. I look like his mum because yeah. of all of my grey hair. <laughs> so I just think like you're, you have, you are blessed with the most incredible hair colour. I have done a little colour on it over Christmas actually, but it's really, it's not a dye. It's like a, a colour conditioner thing. But I used yeah. two. One of them was shit like I looked mental too purple like just no and it was so red when it was going on but it just made my hair go purple because it's kind of like picking up on the natural colors in your hair and yeah. then this other one that I use that the, the, these little drops that's quite nice quite like that I think that is sort of what this is you just um, a very nice hair color it goes very it goes really dark in the winter that's the thing it's kind your of hair yeah that it changes color it's much pale it's much like um yeah paler red like in the summer ring. It's. I am a mood ring. Yeah, it's because of the sun, isn't it? It's just the sun. Just it's the like, sun. It reacts to your very light. <laughs> um, well, I guess like we should. We, you know, obviously, I know we need to start rounding this podcast up. Should we read another story? I don't know that we need to. We've done, need to. We've done a lot of rambling. We've done a lot of rambling. It's been a nice little catch up. It's not a New Year's resolution, but what is your promise to yourself for 2024? If you've got a promise of what you would like to give yourself, whatever that might be, what would you think it would be? Um, I think probably to find a better work-life balance. That's, that's me. A good one. Yeah, that's, that's the main a really thing. Good one. It's been it's been it's been so overwhelming at points last year. Obviously, I had a lot going on in my life, but mm. yeah, just just finding that, finding more space to breathe, and probably spending less time on social media, <laughs> which is all a part of that work-life balance. So yeah, um, yeah, it's uh. That's it. I'm not. I think that's that's enough. I don't need to try and do anything else. What about you? I mean, I'd love to say that that's mine because that's what it should be. But mine is. I just need to work harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I've made quite a transition. You see, like, um, because I've gone into comedy. Yeah. You know all this, but people listening don't. Because I've gone into comedy, it's meant my socials, I've I've had to change it because I need people to understand the fact that me standing in a pair of pants is not going to encourage people to believe I'm funny enough to stand up on stage. Yeah. So I've had to transition from being the person that does reality versus expectation to just doing more me where I'm just chatting to the camera. That And doing that. But then believing, well, I've got to work really hard to prove myself in that. You do work area. really hard, though. You do work really hard. I could work but harder, though, Victoria. I, know, I think we. I think I think I have that too. You know, it's like fucking hell. What, what what's the end point? Death. To have enough money to never work again. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. Basically, that's the dream. I would um, say to to open a um, 
a rescue center but Winnie has definitely made me not want to do that yeah no that's it absolutely no fucking chance so yes we'll round up and so like we mentioned fit bitch is going live today it will be live yeah. now and I've got an exclusive discount for me no holes barred slacks if you go to the website and once you get through to the sign up page if you use the code no holes you will get 20% off the full price so let me just work out what that is. Hold on. I don't know what that is because I don't know no maths. So the so the course is normally £49 for the six-week course, uh, but it will be £39 for no holes, girls. So yeah, just put that code in at checkout. There's a little box for it. And um, come and get your minge all nice and sweaty with me and Kelly on the mess. And, and just, just to say, to reiterate again, I've met Kelly. Her knowledge is like unfoundedly amazing, but also um, like going into fitness is not it is not about pushing for a different body size it's about a journey of everything and that involves your body changing because the more fitness you do your body is going to evolve with it that is the natural order of things yeah and you're gonna just feel better you're gonna feel stronger you're gonna feel more resilient against things like the perimenopause all that shit that's approaching (laughs) i know so i don't know if i've got lichen psoriasis by the way i've got a booking with a gynecologist yeah Welcome to the cast. I've got the itch, itch mate. It's, it is really common in women our age. Like I think something like fifty percent of women have it. It's something mental, I like that. Because it, like, it's just been going on for like well over a month now. Okay. And I've been I've been using bloody pseudocreme, mate. Have you really? Yeah. And you, you know, know what's better like, than that is um, Vaseline. It's just because I had pseudocreme in the house. I don't know why I did, but I did. So I stopped. But it does work. You've got kids. Yeah, I've, I've got pseudocreme in the house. I know, but I don't have kids that need pseudocreme. Um, <laughs> no, never it's mind. Like nine years out a day. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah, actually created a problem. A gynecologist, get my minge checked because I think I might have it annoyingly. I, you know what? Can you stop getting stuff and then pass it to me? You got <laughs> a dead dad. Oh, I got a dead dad. You. You got Casper the cunt, but there's no that. Yeah, that's why I need to go. You don't have to have the discoloration. The itching thing can just be a sign of it. It can be, but yeah. they'll be able to tell. I'm sure. Insane itch, isn't it? Yeah, it's mental. Yeah. Oh my like, god, the itch is it's like... worse than having worms. It's like that. Oh mate, I would get. I would take worms over this. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, so, all right, pseudocrem so... sorts it out though, girls. So, yeah, like, pseudocrem sorts it. Out. I don't think you're supposed to use that. That's what it, you've and got to use it. Vaseline. You can. Oh, you did. Okay. It does um, say it's a good barrier. It's a good barrier. It's just creating barrier, barrier to life. Uh, So if you want to, yeah, buy any sex toys, remember we have a website, www. You want Lich's psoriasis, just hang around Vic for a couple of months. (laughs) If you want that, I'll give you a 20% discount. (laughs) Parent, hang around with us. We might be able to pass that on. And if you want to send us an email um, with a story or uh, any other business, you know the score, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at No Holes Barred Podcast. Slide on into our DMs. And uh, yeah, we will see you all back uh, next week. Go on, yeah, obviously, yeah. Now, well, we should have said at the beginning, but obviously this episode was late, but we did pre yeah. on them last so, week. So, 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 so. Well, we're right, not we, sorry at all. Not sorry. All right, we'll see you next week. Love you. <gasps> Bye. 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 <laughs> Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. (laughs) To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revelhorwood, darling... 
We are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.